Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. This is the Sloan Sells Homes Open House with Michelle. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Shell Sloan, Remax Time Agent and Proprietor of SloanSellsHomes.com. You have questions, she has the answers. This is your opportunity to learn from one of the best and most trusted agents in the business. This is the Sloan Sells Homes Open House with Michelle Sloan on 55KRC, the talk station. Welcome back. So glad that you could join me today. We're going to be talking real estate for the next hour. We're also going to be talking about homeowners associations and how strict some of them are and what can you get away with on your own property. It's a great topic. So we'll talk about that in a few minutes. But first, we're going to start off with, do you know what the average 30-year fixed rate mortgage is today in today's market? Um, well, the good news, I guess, is it has fallen below 7% for the first time since February. The market and the rates have fluctuated pretty much day to day, but they've been hovering around 7%, maybe a little bit higher than that. So now for the third week in a row, the average rate on a 30-year fixed mortgage is falling below 7%. So that's it's about 6.81% for the week. So, okay, so that's a good thing, I guess, because if you are looking to purchase a home, you want the rates to be as low as possible. But there's some interesting fallout in regards to mortgage rates, very few homes currently on the market. And this fallout, you may say, I don't really care. 
let me see. Let's let's talk about it. So did you know that in the housing market, prices are so high right now that banks are actually losing money on mortgages? And you may think, I don't care about the banks. But we should care about the banks because, again, if the banks start to lose money, what happens? There's There can be... Um, some challenges in the market that are well beyond higher prices and lower rates and all that good stuff. So one more indicator, and this is an, an article from um, MSN.com, uh, is it says one more article or one more indicator that the housing market is on shaky foundation. Banks are now losing money on mortgages. A new report from the Mortgage Bankers Association released this week said independent mortgage banks and chartered banks recorded low profits through 2022. Now, it could mean that the profits are low because the rates were so low in 2022 and 2021. In fact, and I find this kind of interesting, financial institutions lost an average of $300 per loan that they finalized in 2022. In contrast, and this is unbelievable too, because this is sort of that back end of things. In contrast, banks were making over $2,000 per loan in 2021. So on each loan, they're making two grand. Now they're making, they're actually losing money, 300 bucks a loan. So there's definitely a little bit of turmoil going on. And certainly we are not going to panic. There's no panic. I really do believe that there is no panic. But I do think we need to look at these indicators. We also think that the Fed is going to raise rates again. And so it's things are just not moving quite along as <laughs> our government has expected, you know, we're not reacting as a country the way that the Fed would like us to react. And honestly, it's just really, really interesting because we still have very, very few homes on the market to sell. It's not a bad time to sell. It's not a bad time to buy. See, that's where people get really confused because, you know, everybody's worried about the market. All of the headlines are just, they're pretty scary in the fact that, you know, the rates are so high and the market is unsteady. It's really not, and especially in the Cincinnati area. So if you are thinking, oh, I really would like to sell, this house doesn't work for me anymore, give me a call. Let's talk about it because your situation is not what's happening in like the overall nationwide headlines. So your situation, and you may decide after we talk, because I'm going to give you the facts as I know them in Cincinnati, Ohio, with 20 years experience. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to puff you up and say, oh my gosh, your house is worth so much more than I think than, than it truly is. Because that's only going to hurt you and it's going to hurt our relationship. And I would 
I would never, honestly, in my heart of hearts, never lie to a potential client about what their home is worth in today's market. Actually, I lost a deal. I was up against three other agents and I was talking to a seller who was planning to sell a property. I gave them my honest opinion based on the comparables in the neighborhood. I gave them my honest opinion uh, based on my experience in the market. And it was a home that was in Mason. So I knew it. I know that market very, very well. And so they talked to three agents. Guess what? They went with the agent who told them the highest price. And as of this moment, that home has been on the market for two weeks and it still hasn't sold because it's overpriced. You can't overprice your home if you want to sell it. Just because you want or need a certain number, it doesn't mean that it's going to be reality. The other thing that happened this week, which is always unfortunate, is um, I had a listing. We had a buyer who's interested, you know, paid over list price. Very exciting. Everybody was thrilled. And then we got the appraisal back this week. And the appraisal was short of our sales price by $10,000. So what do we do now? Well, you know, we've got $10,000 that the bank is not going to loan the buyer unless the buyer comes up with extra cash at closing or the seller agrees to lower the price. Okay, so we have a little bit of a dilemma. I've got $10,000. I need to find a way to keep this deal together. What is the best way for us to go about making that right? In my opinion, we're going to split the difference. In my opinion and in the experience that I have had, the best case scenario to have both sides come out ahead of the game, meaning that everybody's happy because that's really what we want. We want everybody to be happy. And so the best scenario would be that the buyer brings an extra $5,000 to closing and the sellers lower the price by $5,000. And so we are able to close this deal with no delay. And honestly, the buyers are very, very happy and believe the home is worth more than the appraisal. They're planning to live in the home for a while. My understanding is they're planning to live in the home for 10 years or more. So if that's the case and they love the home and they don't have to do any updates because the home has been fully updated and renovated and it's just fantastic, they're in a good position because things will start to sell around them. Our biggest challenge has been finding comparables and that's the challenge that a lot of appraisers have. A lot of appraisers are, they're in a bit of a pickle right now. Because they have to, appraisers have to be really careful and I feel for them to a certain extent, but I also am not happy when they don't give me the value that I need. It's not just an easy write-off because the banks have really strict conditions that they put on these appraisers to make sure that these loans don't fail. And that's the bottom line. That's the difference between now and back in 2008, 2009 when we had that big crash. Right. So we are going to avoid a crash 
by keeping everybody, I mean, everybody has to know their role, protect one another the best that we can, and understand the circumstances that we are in at this time. So it all starts with communication. The second thing is, honestly, it is the fact that I would encourage you, if you are working with an experienced real estate agent, to please listen to them. And don't be clouded by the fact that another agent gave you such a giant number and you're like, ooh, I want that. Okay, they're distracting you. They may be distracting you because now, guess what? The house that I said would sell for a certain number will likely sell for that number. And I can't say I told you so, but I did tell you so. <laughs> and I would have loved the, bit, the opportunity to work with them and help them through the process. But, you know, and I don't, I don't fault any seller for, but I just, I want you to think about, try to take the emotion out of it. That's the hardest part. Taking the emotion out of the sale and looking at the numbers and understanding the reasons why Someone like myself is telling you one thing, but then someone else is telling you something else. What are you hearing and what is the proof that you need to show that your house is worth more? Maybe they found something that I didn't know about, but that house is still on the market. All right, my name, I'm not perfect, by the way. Hey, listen, I am not perfect. My name is Michelle Sloan, though, and I'm not perfect. <laughs> but I've been selling homes for a while, and I really do uh, take a lot of pride in making sure that I have as much information as possible that I can give to you so that we can make the best decision for you and with you and together as a team. All right, my name is Michelle Sloan. You're listening to the Sloan Sells Homes Open House right here on 55KRC, the talk station. Welcome back to the Sloan Sells Homes Open House. I am Michelle Sloan. I'm your local residential realtor and broker at Remax Time. Okay, so let's talk about the for sale signs or the lack of for sale signs. <laughs> I was talking to a friend of mine who builds decks, actually. He's very, very busy. He builds all kinds of decks, really great. The name of the company is CMR Home Renovations and they do exterior decks and porches and patios and all kinds of great stuff. And so I was talking to him the other day and I'm like, is anybody actually, when you come in, because my, my business is based on referrals. My business is based on you saying, oh, you know what? I've heard Michelle on the radio. She seems like a pretty great person. <laughs> and I think you should call her. So I called my friend Craig at CMR and I said, Craig, you know, I may have to set up a lemonade stand in front of your business. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe I need a sign that says real estate broker looking for business. <laughs> Actually, I think there is some agent out there that does do the sign on the street corner saying <laughs> he needs business, but I'm not, I haven't gone that far. I've been busy enough. Thank you very much. But I could take on some new clients. There is absolutely true. And I still have buyers who have been looking 
and I'm not alone in this. The best real estate agents in the market right here in Cincinnati and Northern Kentucky are still busy. We are still selling homes each and every day. We are talking to people each and every day and we want your business. It is a struggle for real estate agents right now who don't have a following, don't have a business plan that, you know, maybe has just gotten into the business in the last couple of years. This is not an easy business as much as you might think that it is. Being a real estate agent is not all about the money. <laughs> it's more than that. It's still a job, right? It's a great job and I love every minute of it. But we are, the market right now is such that, let's see here. There are very few homes for sale. If you look around your neighborhood, normally this time of year, you're going to see at least two or three signs in your neighborhood or in the area that you drive every day. You're gonna, you should see at least two or three signs. Chances are you're not seeing those signs. And it's interesting because I even put a sign out for one of my new listings and I have a recording of someone knocking it over. Now, I'm not going to say it was another agent who was mad that my sign was in their neighborhood. <laughs> but you just kind of have to wonder. Yeah. So it, there's a lot of competition out there. There's a lot of real estate agents who are getting a little bit um Non, and again, desperate's a strong word, but there are a lot of agents out there who are going to be looking to buy your love. If you're planning to sell and you're planning to talk to a couple different agents, which I recommend, you want to work with somebody who you feel comfortable with. And if it's not me, that's fine. Uh, I would rather that you work with me, Michelle Sloan at SloanSellsHomes.com. Um, I would rather that you work with me. But if you decide to work with somebody else, I'm going to wish you the absolute best. I'm going to hopefully shake your hand or, you know, text you or, or have a phone call with you and say, I hope that you get everything you want. And I mean that from the bottom of my heart. I really do. I mean that from the bottom of my heart. So let's look at the market today. Let's make sure that if you are planning to sell, I need you to understand it is not a bad time to sell because there's so little inventory. There are so few and there are so many buyers out there still willing, able to purchase a home. But two, two buts. One but is don't overprice the home because the buyers are pretty savvy and there's only so high they can go. If the house doesn't appraise, the buyers only have so much money to put towards that over and above. So be smart, sellers. Don't overprice your home because it will sit longer. And the longer it sits, people are going to think there's something wrong with it. So price is, a, is really a tricky factor when it comes to selling your home. Pricing it correctly or even, and I, I never price a little bit lower in order to get like hordes of people. I like to just price it correctly. Pricing it to a point where I know that it will sell. I know that it will appraise that is fair for all. 
isn't that really what we want? I guess if you're a seller, you're like, I don't care what the buyer gets. I just want the most money possible. And the buyers are like, I just want a house. <laughs> I have a buyer who has been looking for now almost, no, it's been a year and a half. We're looking in the Sycamore School District. If you own a home in the Sycamore School District, four bedrooms, uh, two and a half baths, maybe a finished lower level, uh, a nice yard for three three kids if you have a a home that you are thinking about selling i would love the opportunity to talk to you sycamore schools that's what my clients have asked for uh for certain reasons and one of them to be close to family so you know and this is what a lot of us agents we have this criteria of homes that we're looking for. We have buyers that are waiting for homes to come on the market. There are some agents out there that are looking for homes in the $1 million mark price range that they don't have anything that is on the market that fits the needs of the higher purchase price. There are certainly very, very few, if any, homes in the price point of, let's say, less than $200,000 pretty much anywhere in the Cincinnati market, Dayton market, Northern Kentucky market, anything under $200,000 that is in good condition is going to sell very, very quickly. Condos also a big deal. A lot of people are looking for condos. So if you live in a condo right now and you're thinking to, about moving out of state or you need to downsize even more or you have a family member who is going into maybe um, uh, some sort of assisted living situation, that's a great opportunity. Absolutely wonderful opportunity to sell that home at a high price today and then move forward with, you know, with what they need to do and they need to accomplish in their life. You have to, each individual situation is so very different. We have some people who are going through, and it's a, a divorce. And again, major life, major life situations is the time that people either look to buy or sell a property. And so during those situations, I would love to be the person that you would call Michelle Sloan at SloanSellsHomes.com. So we talked about this, very low inventory, prices are still high, mortgage rates are a little less than 7%. Is the market going to crash? No, absolutely not. Uh, so it's it's a good thing. It's a good thing. You can... If you are ready to sell, it's not a bad time to, to go ahead and sell your home. If you are going to sell, but you need to find something to live in after you sell your home. <laughs> now that, that's the million dollar question. So if you are able to buy a home without selling, and these are the conversations we're going to have at the table. We're going to do what if scenarios. We're going to have a plan A, a plan B, a plan C, a plan D. All right, plan A, you don't have to sell in order to buy. You find the house that you want to buy. We buy, we, we go ahead and we get you, get that purchased. 
now that we have a home for you to move to, we're going to put your house on the market and it's going to sell. But here's the thing. We're going to we're going to put it on a price. We're going to sell it for a fair price. We're not going to try to get too much money out of that property because we don't want it to sit. And it, you may want to, and you still have to consider making sure that the house is tidy, it's clean, it's decluttered, and it's fixed up. You want to make sure that the, all of the heavy drapes, maybe you have a lot of heavy drapes that are maybe considered to some people a little gaudy. Well, we'll have that conversation. We'll have that conversation. It's like, okay, let's take these drapes down so that we can have as much light in the home as possible. And then from there, the good news is, you know, we're, we're going to neutralize. We're going to make your house be stunning for as many people as possible. So if you're ready to do that, you're ready to talk. I will hope that you will call me Michelle Sloan at SloanSellsHomes.com. And my phone number is 513-600-5277. We're going to take a quick break now for news. And on the other side, we're going to talk about homeowners associations. Do you love them or do you hate them? I've got a really funny story to tell. I hope that you'll stay tuned. My name again is Michelle Sloan, and you're listening to the SloanSellsHomes.com open house right here on 55KRC, the talk station. When it comes to real estate, you can have a thousand questions. Luckily, there's one agent you can turn to for honest answers. Remax Time Agent Michelle Sloan from SloanSellsHomes.com. This is your opportunity to learn from one of the best and most trusted agents in the business. This is the Sloan Sells Homes Open House with Michelle Sloan on 55KRC, the talk station. Welcome back. Okay, as promised, we're going to be talking about homeowners associations. Do you have one in the neighborhood that you live in? Uh, do you not? Do you love it? Do you hate it? A lot of people have very, very strong feelings about homeowners associations. Most people don't love them, but they may be a necessary evil. Let me explain. So there's, <laughs> this is a story that came out this week that I just find kind of funny, but then again, you know, it's, it's a conversation that we can have. In Piqua, Ohio, a Halloween decoration is still standing. It's what, we're in the middle of June. It's been up since October 31st. And it's the center of a debate in that Piqua neighborhood. This homeowner has a 10 foot tall werewolf statue that I think even like light hits eyes light up and it probably even waves its arms around a little bit. Well, the homeowners named this werewolf Phil. <laughs> Phil the werewolf. It's so funny. Well, she recently re received a citation or at least a letter in the mail that says, please take down your seasonal wolf decoration. And mind you, it's 10 feet tall. It's it's big. It's big. And the house that she lives in is a small ranch. <laughs> I swear this this thing is probably almost taller than her roof. But anyway, she's decided because the neighbors are just not happy looking at this werewolf, uh, you know, well, well, well past. Well past Halloween. 
um, she's decided, well, it's a seasonal decoration. So I'm just going to have Phil the werewolf wear items that are seasonal. So now Phil has a red, white, and blue outfit on for Flag Day and for Fourth of July. Um, she's even looking for outfits so she can keep him out all the time, all year round. Now it's a thing. It's a whole thing. And uh, some say Phil is fine. It's like the mascot for the street. And some think he's a bit of an eyesore. I don't know. What would you think? I had to look up a picture of this thing. It is. It is monstrous. It's not an inflatable. It's actually like this bigger than life size werewolf. Uh, Halloween decorations have gotten out of control. Absolutely out of control. Decorations in general for the exterior of your home, the inflatable ones. There's an, so I, I looked this up on, uh, on Google the other day. Um, an inflatable 15 foot inflatable Rudolph, you know, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer for Christmas. 400 bucks. Now, if I had $400, I certainly would not spend it on a 15-foot Rudolph inflatable to put in front of my house. Now, the kids may think it's fun, but nah, nah, I, I'm not, I'm not loving that. Or there's a USA inflatable eagle for the 4th of July on Amazon for $80. Again, I'm not going to do that either. It's, in my opinion, it's a little tacky. Is it fun for the kids? Sure. Absolutely. You even see some inflatables as you're um, driving along West Loveland Avenue in Loveland. There's a couple of houses that seem to have inflatables up. I don't know. It seems like year round. I don't drive that way all the time, but when I do, it seems like there's, there's some, there's signs, there's, there's always something going on. Now, you can get away with more if you don't live in a neighborhood or a community with a homeowners association. Because the homeowners association will limit what you can do even on your own property. So some homeowners association bylaws are very, very strict. Very, very strict. And homeowners don't love to be told what to do. Nobody loves to be told what to do. But then there are some people who want to take it to the nth degree. You know, if it says you you really shouldn't have your grass longer than, I don't know, two inches or something. And, you know, you have Mrs. Kravitz out there with a ruler and it's two and a quarter inches and they're calling the homeowners association complaining that that my neighbor's yard is just too long. Oh, please, please, let's be nice, people. <laughs> let's be nice. I even, there was a story of this woman. She said she got a letter from her HOA because her mailbox was leaning. It wasn't falling over. It wasn't like in the dirt. It was like leaning to the left or to the right. I don't know. And so she thought it was a joke. She thought that this letter was a joke, but it was for real. Somebody told on her, told the HOA, the HOA had to respond, sent a letter, said, can you please fix your mailbox so that it is standing straight? Really? Could you as a neighbor just said, hey, listen, your, your, 
mailbox is leaning a little bit. Can I help you fix it? Now, that would have been the neighborly thing to do. Because maybe you don't know the circumstances of the person who lives in that house. Maybe they don't have the means. Maybe they don't have the knowledge how to make that mailbox stand up straight. And, you know, you just don't know what's going on. So maybe you have a conversation. It's probably hard to have that conversation. You know, if you're going to your neighbor's house and, and telling them, hey, your grass needs cut. The person's probably going to say, yeah, I know. I've just been so stinking busy that I haven't been able to get to it. I'm going to do it this weekend. You know, sorry. Or thank you for noticing. <laughs> and so, you know, that is the way to go, right? Instead of telling on them like a couple of little children, telling the teacher. But more HOAs are springing up across the country and they are expected to rise. Because having order in our life apparently is really, really important. So the aim of a homeowners association to bring a sense of cohesion, sameness to a community. Now, some people like to stand out. Some people like to be a little different. Um, a homeowners association doesn't like that, doesn't like differences, doesn't like the fact that if you want to put a... Um, a flagpole up to for the American flag. I mean, how can that be wrong? But in some homeowners association bylaws, you cannot put a flagpole in your front yard. So you have to, before you go ahead and start buying and spending a lot of money on inflatables and decorations. Maybe you want to put like a, I don't know, maybe you want to put a fountain in your front yard. Or, you know, maybe you want to put a koi pond in your front yard. Most people wouldn't do that. They'd probably put that in the backyard. But I'm just saying, let's say you want to do something special or different in your front yard. But you live in a, in a homeowners association. You better be sure that you're allowed to do that. And most often, a homeowners association, before you do something outside, you have to get it approved. And again, people do not love, right? We don't like being told what to do. We hate that. But when you bought your house, hopefully the real estate agent gave you the homeowners association documents so that you could look through them and figure out what you can and cannot do on that property. Would you like to put up a shed? In most homeowners associations, you cannot put up a shed. And that is actually the one challenge that I find for so many buyers of a home and homeowners. If they can't put up a shed because we have so much stuff in our lives, it all won't fit in the garage. And last week I talked about cleaning out your garage so you can actually put your cars in the garage. Well, you said, Michelle, I don't have enough space in my house to store all the stuff. Then we have to decide how much stuff we really need. But anyway, I have a lot of home uh, buyers who tell me I want to, I don't want to live in a homeowners association. I don't want anybody to tell me what to do on my property. That's okay. We can look for that. But then we have to dig a little bit deeper because there are more and more 
properties that have covenants and restrictions, it may not have a formal HOA, like a homeowners association where you have to pay dues. But there still may be some covenants and restrictions on what you could do on the land. Because the previous owner may have put in covenants and restrictions that will last the next 50 years. So in the next 50 years, you will not be allowed to put up a, I don't know, 50-foot barn or something like that. Because the previous, or you may only be able to use natural grasses on the land. Or you may have, you know, whatever the case may be. Hopefully, and again, this is just a little bit of a reminder. Hopefully, your agent is looking into all of that. The title company will also be looking at that before you close. There may be a situation where the title company says, hey, listen, I just wanted you to know when we ran the title to find out who the previous owners were, we did find some covenants and restrictions that you're going to have to abide by. Hopefully, you know this before the day of closing, because if on the day of closing, you find out this information and you read through it and you're like, oh, my gosh, I was planning on putting a swimming pool in and now I can't. I don't want this house anymore. That's going to be a whole nother can of worms. So hopefully your real estate agent is helping you through that process when it comes to homeowners associations, keeping the lawn nice, limiting your decorations. Maybe you're in a, in a homeowners association, you're only allowed to have decorations up for um, until like January 10th or something like that if it's Christmas decorations. There is a new, oh gosh, okay, I know I'm late. I got to take a quick break, but I'm going to tell you about a... Yeah, I'm going to tell you about something that ha I think is kind of genius. It's, it's regarding Christmas decorations or decorations in general on your home. I'm going to, it's just a little tease. I'm going to tease you a little bit. <laughs> we'll talk about that after a quick break. My name is Michelle Sloan, and you're listening to the Sloan Sells Homes Open House right here on 55KRC, the talk station. Welcome back to the Sloan Sells Homes Open House. I am Michelle Sloan. I'm your local residential realtor and broker at Remax Time. We're talking about homeowners associations. And before the break, I told you that I had something to share with you that I think is kind of genius. I kind of like this idea. Uh, there's a new business out there. I don't know how new it is, but it's new to me. Where and, and I don't know the name of the company. I don't have any affiliation with them whatsoever. I just saw the ad and thought, oh, wow, that's pretty cool. So they actually, this company will come, put trim on your home that hides LED lights that light up different colors for different times of the year. So the trim is installed on the front of your home. So it just looks like regular trim, right? It's just trim on your house. But at night, you can turn on these LED lights and they can be pretty much any color of the rainbow. So during Christmas time, you can have them red and green. And they actually do like red. They have specialty color 
LED, there's so much we can do with LED lights now. It's absolutely incredible. So this company, I'm sure it's not cheap. I don't know, have any idea what the price is. Maybe if somebody's listening that knows, give me a call and maybe you want to come on and talk about it. <laughs> That's fine. We can talk about something like this. I think it's ingenious because once you put up these LED lights, you can't see them during the day, but you don't have to take them down. That's the part I absolutely hate because when you're taking down Christmas lights, what? Yes, when you're taking down Christmas lights, you're doing it when the weather is freezing cold usually. Maybe it's icy. Maybe you have to have them down by a certain date. There are some people that just leave their Christmas lights up year round, but just don't turn them on. But that looks bad, right? That doesn't, that's not cool. So these lights, LED lights, during a normal, let's say right now, in the middle of June, they're just going to be white or off-white. So they're going to just look like highlights around your house. Well, that's pretty. And then on the 4th of July, they're red, white, and blue. Thanksgiving, maybe in October, they're orange. I love this. I love this idea. Again, I'm sure that it's expensive. <laughs> but I love the idea that your house can be decorated 365. It's going to just have, it's going to show your house off in a way that will be unique from your neighbors, but hopefully won't make your neighbors mad. Like a statue that I was telling you about of a 10 foot tall werewolf <laughs> that some lady in Piqua, Ohio has on, on her, <laughs> in her front lawn. I don't think anybody would be, would be mad about that. I know that Scott, my husband, he has recently gone a little crazy in putting landscape lights in our backyard. And I'll be honest with you, they look phenomenal. It is so cool. It's beautiful. It's really, really nice. We have a great backyard. I'm, we're really blessed to have a really nice backyard. We live at the end of a cul-de-sac, so we have room and we have planted bamboo in the back of our, of our home. And so we've highlighted, not we, Scott has highlighted the bamboo with landscape lights. And at night, it is truly just magnificent. I love it. We've even gotten comments from the neighbors. It's like, oh, that's really pretty. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Scott did it. I didn't do it. Um, but he went old school with it because he's a guy that likes to have the wires and such. So he buried the wires and it's a whole thing that I don't even understand. The transformers and all kinds of crazy stuff. But we have landscape lights in the back of our home. And so at this point, we don't have anything in the front of our home. And he's like, that's my next project. Like, oh, geez. <laughs> Yay, me. <laughs> Yay, me. Uh, so anyway, so adding some lights to your home, probably not going to be upsetting for the Homeowners Association. <laughs> at least I hope not. Because he spent a lot of time wiring the, the landscape lights in the backyard. But, you know, adding some features to your home that will increase the value of your home 
is always a good idea. You just have to be careful that if you're planning to put up a fence, let's say, or you're planting a garden, or you're planting even just trees or a new landscape bed, just be conscious before you do it to check with your homeowners association if you have one to make sure that you're doing what you're allowed to do. I know a terrible situation where somebody actually put up a fence and the fence did not meet the standards of what the neighborhood has, you know, laid out in the homeowners association documents. They had to take it down. The homeowner had spent like $8,000 on this beautiful fence. They had to take it down. Another thing when it comes to fences, you have to be really careful because a lot of times in homeowners associations, you can't have privacy fences. And a lot of people who are buying a home from other parts of the country and they come into the Cincinnati area or the suburbs and they're looking for a home and they're like, well, I need a privacy fence because I want to, you know, I want to make sure that my house, my backyard is completely private. I have dogs or whatever the reason may be. We don't want people knowing what our business is. And I totally understand that. But then I have to tell them, hey, listen, a lot of the homeowners associations will not allow privacy fences or they won't allow privacy fences that are, you know, the tall ones that are like six or seven feet tall. So those are the kinds of things that if you have a specific request, if you have a specific need based on how you live your life, that's a really important thing that you need to talk to your real estate agent about. Because when you're looking for a home, if we find you the perfect home, but you can't put up that fence, are you going to be okay with it? Or are you going to try to back out of the deal because you can't put up your fence? You do have an opportunity to review the homeowners association documents. Usually it's three days. I always recommend if you have a really specific need, let's say you want to buy a property and you're going to live in the property for a year, but then you want to use it as a rental because you're just going to live in it for a while and then you're going to buy something else or you're going to move or whatever and you want to be able to rent your home. Remember, you can't always do that especially in condo communities. So in condo communities, a ton of condo communities as a result of the crash of 2008, 2009, where a lot of condos went belly up, a lot of people lost their you know, loans with, and they went bankrupt and, and a lot of condos went on the market. A, a lot of condo associations lost a lot of money. So they decided they don't want renters in these properties anymore in a condo community because they feel like renters aren't taking care of the properties as nice as, as if you were living in it and paying for it yourself. Now, there's something to be said for that, but at, at the same time, I would rather you have a renter in that home or in that condo or in that property rather than leaving it vacant for a period of time. So if you are thinking that you want to buy a property and at some point you want to be able to rent it, you better ask. You better ask in advance and double check and double check because the original homeowners association documents may say, sure, you can. 
but then there's been an update along the way. So it is important to do some a little bit of follow-up with the homeowners association, with the current homeowners association, because these documents get filed when the when the land is developed and when the neighborhood is new. So they have all of these rules. And then along the way, some things do change. And sometimes real estate agents, we don't have the latest and greatest documents. So that means we actually have to make a couple phone calls. If there is something specific that you're looking for when you want to buy a home, please, please, please let us know. Let your real estate agent know. And we will find out for you. We're going to do our best anyway. Because in the end, you want to be able to live your life and do the things that you want to do and not be um, totally miffed because, well, I bought this dumb house and I can't put up a shed or I bought this house and I want privacy and trees are just not going to cut it. Let's find out before to avoid problems in the end. Okay? Okay. All right. Well, I'm out of time. This has been wonderful. It's been so great to spend some time with you on this Sunday afternoon. My name is Michelle Sloan. If you are looking to sell your property and you just want me to come over and spend about an hour with you seeing what's needed, what's the best way for you to get your best return on your investment, Maybe you're planning to do some painting. Maybe you're planning to do some updating. We can talk about it and we can make a plan because I'm a planner. Michelle Sloan at SloanSellsHomes.com. You're listening to 55KRC, the talk station. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.